0: Let's get it. Welcome to the Hampton Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Jack Hampton. This is my co-host, Cooper Neal. What's up, what's up, Coop? How you doing, my guy? As always, surviving and thriving. How are you? I'm good, man. We had so much happen over this past weekend, including Aaron Rodgers dropping his fifth straight up in Detroit. Yep. And also, we unfortunately had a wild weekend in college football as well with Clemson. Alabama, and yes, my Tennessee Volunteers finally losing to the Georgia Bulldogs. But first, the Warriors are now 3-7 and seven yeah. after their first 10 games. They have now lost to the Hornets, Pistons, and Magic. They are 0-6 on the road. And there's one reason you clicked on this video, because of the title. Is it time to panic in Golden State, Cooper?
1: I think it might be time to panic on their initial game plan. I think their initial game plan going into this year was, we got a lot of young pieces now, let's incorporate them. I think it's time to bail that. Um, James Wiseman. James (laughs) Wiseman specifically. I'm about to hit you with some stats here, but uh, our boy Kaminga has not been playing very well yet uh, this year either, and he played playoff minutes last year, and he has not played very well this year. Pools, obviously, they've paid him, and he's – some of the – moves he pulls out is freaky freaky uh, but and he's just super athletic but they just look out of whack they look out of sync they're still needing a big man and James Wiseman is not it and just to give y'all some stats uh, I saw this on Instagram as I was scrolling through and I died laughing because uh, as y'all know and I'm quick to admit when I'm wrong I picked James Wiseman to be the most improved player this year um,
0: I forgot about that yeah, did you really? <laughs> I would have never said it if yeah. you forgot. I've seen, <laughs> but I know now.
1: Yeah, and he's been a uh, dog cheeks. Uh, so when he's on the court, he allows thirty five point three percent offensive rebounds, which is the which is worse than the thirtieth ranked Brooklyn Nets. The Warriors have a 125.6 defensive rating with Wiseman on the floor. First percentile, basically dead last in all five-man lineups. Uh, The Warriors are minus 22.3 points per 100 possessions with Wiseman on the floor. zeroth percentile among all five-man lineups. Not not all of it's Wiseman. And then they go on to say the pairing of Kaminga and Wiseman off the bench is making tanking teams jealous. And teams shoot 68% at the rim and 56% from floater range with Wiseman on the floor. And he's also fouling out the wazoo.
0: I say it's time to send him send him back down to the G League. Kevin O'Connor said yes. this on the mismatch over the weekend. I could not agree more. Let him play 35 minutes for their G League team. Yes. Get back comfortable. He has no feel for the game right now. Play guys like Kevon Looney up Kaminga's minutes, even though he's been struggling. Um, and also, I want to see Moses Moody get a little bit more run I for agree. them as well. Steph Curry has been Curry. But, I mean, Klay Thompson had a had a slow start, and we all know what Charles Barkley unfortunately said about him. But my thing is, I really don't think it's time to panic if you're Golden State. These teams that – this is a team that's coming off their fourth championship. They don't give a shit about October-November basketball. The season yeah. really starts for them around Christmas time. However, they do need to pick it up. You cannot yeah. fall 10 games under five hundred if you're the Golden State Warriors. I think they will. They play the Kings tonight. We're recording this on Monday. It will come out on Tuesday. But even if they beat the Kings tonight, look, they're still four and seven. This is a major conversation to have. But, yeah, I don't think it's – I'm not totally out or in on the Warriors. I mean, it's just ten games.
1: Yeah, and exactly. And this is – and we talked about this at the beginning of the year. We can see the Warriors not being the best team in the league yeah. because at the end of the day, they're a playoff-proven team. They're coming For off sure. the championship. Mm-hmm. They, can, they have the ability to coast. But, I mean – They've lacked like when they drafted James Wiseman, and i and I agree with you, I think sending him to the G League just to A get confidence.
0: We're we're talking about a guy that was drafted above LaMelo ball getting sent exactly. to the G League. It's hard to say, but it's what
1: needs to it, be. it's what needs to happen. I mean, mm-hmm. let's go to the Grizzlies a few years ago. Obviously we know them very well. Uh they got the guy who is number six overall in the draft, I think. Oh uh, yeah, Jared Culver. Jared Culver. Jarrett Culver, Josh Jackson, both. Yep. So we sent Josh Jackson immediately to the G League. We were like, dude, you're not playing NBA minutes until you've proved to us that you're willing to like do the dirty work. And he did. And then we got him signed. So like, it's one of those things where sometimes it's just about building a guy's confidence, allowing him to actually understand what you're wanting him to do. I think with the Warriors, they always want a big that is, has the ability to pass and shoot. Yep. You need the ability to do both of those. Obviously, Draymond Green and i but <laughs>
0: let James Wiseman play freely in the G League right now he's playing crucial minutes off the bench yeah. Like, and, and when you're at three and seven you have pressure on you even though it's extremely early you still have pressure in those minutes to perform well yeah with Steph Curry Clay Thompson and Jordan Poole so now going down to the G League just get a feel back for the game it's been a long time since he's played and my god you can tell
1: yeah it has um and Clay Thompson's looking rough, but so Jordan Poole's not shooting very well either. They're both shooting 31% from 3, which I mean yeah. ain't great. So there's a lot that you can dissect with this team right now. They just kind of look out of sync. Dante DiVincenzo has not been a great had, pickup. He yeah. had not been a great pickup, but he also hadn't played very much. Uh he's he's currently out with a hamstring injury. He's only played 3 games for them, so mm-hmm. a pickup that you and I were like this covers up for the losing Otto Porter and losing Gary Payton. I think they're really missing auto too I do Gary too. Uh,
0: go ahead and keep speaking on it. I'm going to look up the defensive rating stats for the Golden State as a whole because I think they were obviously one of the top defensive teams last year outside of the Celtics. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, just speak on them defensively. I haven't.
1: Yeah, to be fair, I mean, defensively last year, you had a guy in Wiggins who kind of had a resurgence for his career. They made that trade. To get him for D-Low all those years ago, and everybody was like, "What the heck are you doing?" And then they've turned it into what he is now. I mean, he made an All-Star team last year. You can debate that all you will, but he obviously made the All-Star team. <laughs> He's been awesome, but they just don't have another guy.
0: Our our feel has has been correct. Obviously, we know our Memphis Grizzlies are terrible. They're <laughs> instead of thirty, they're twenty-nine. But the Golden State Warriors are last in the 36th? league oh, in points allowed. Golden State is thirtieth in the league. Pacers are 28, the Spurs are 27, the Pistons are 26. So, yeah, it's not good company. Outside of the yeah. Memphis Grizzlies, the Warriors are at the bottom of the league and points allowed on defense.
1: Yeah, and I mean, at the end of the day, you're. this is what it ultimately boils down to, and that's why I'm saying I think it's time to panic on the initial thing and mm-hmm. stop playing your young guys. Utilize yeah. the guys you have now.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Don't waste Steph Curry. Like, I'm sorry. I said this about LeBron last year. And obviously, I'm clearly saying it again because LeBron's good, but stop wasting the good exactly. guys. They we don't know this how many years really he has left.
0: The last ride for them. You don't know the contract situation with Klay yep. Thompson with Draymond Green. You just don't know. This is really the last ride for them. And I feel like with the way Milwaukee's looking, it looks like it's the Bucks and everyone else right now. I want to speak on um, just pivoting from the Golden State Warriors to the Milwaukee Bucks now. They're the only undefeated team left in the entire NBA. They're 8-0, yep. best start in franchise history. Um, Giannis Antetokounmpo is no doubt the best player in the world, but is this the best team he's had? Ooh. Chris Middleton hasn't even he played. Hasn't, that's what I was about to that's say. Chris Middleton
1: hasn't even played, and they're this awesome. I mean, mm. we, we went into this year saying the Bucks are going to be awesome. I mean, we knew that. Giannis has somehow continue to progress. like it's one of those things where you see him he's MVP defensive player of the years all NBA first team champion like you see all these things and you're like he's that's what he is mm-hmm. and then you just see him ele- continue to elevate be that guy that can literally put a team on his back and say alright come on
0: Exactly. we're going 8-0 no. like mm-hmm. I mean
1: he is incredible and like Middleton hadn't even played my boy Javon Carter getting good minutes so you know obviously that's the reason they're 8-0 no, but uh <laughs>
0: I just have never understood your love affection for Javon Carter. I
1: right? think it was when I saw him clamp up Trey Young in college, uh, and then I saw that we had a second round pick, and like he was obviously an older rookie, and so I was like, "That'd be uh, a good pickup for us." Because I'm like, "It was." He
0: scored thirty in his last game. Yeah, right? he scored thirty
1: two yeah. in his last game as a Grizzly, and then we traded him for uh, who did
0: we? I'll do? take Tyus Jones to be fair. Is that who we traded him for? No, but I don't remember
1: who we traded him for, but I don't know either. But it might have been oh. It was Josh Jackson. Because okay. we traded him to the Suns. Okay, yeah, yeah. It was Josh right, Jackson. Right. Uh who also isn't on our team anymore. But no stop talking about Javon Carter. I do love Javon Carter and I think he's a good he's good for them because he plays. He's defense. perfect
0: behind Drew Holiday. Exactly. A similar like build. Obviously Drew's a way more talented player, but Javon Carter does it goes in and does the same does, thing. He, he defends really well.
1: Yeah, he and He's a nuisance, so he's perfect to come in and take over for Drew Holiday. And Even if you want him on the court at the same time, exactly. you're super small, but they're going to annoy the stew out of the opposing team's backcourt. Exactly. Like tonight, they play the Hawks.
0: And re-signing Bobby Portis is really huge for them. That was one of their biggest moves they made.
1: We talked so much about how well they're transitioning from the uh, Brooks <laughs> Lopez to Bobby Portis. Bobby Portis is awesome for them. Yes. He is a fan favorite because that dude, every time I watch them, he'll dunk it one time and he'll have that crowd on their feet. Mm-hmm. Like, they could be up by 40 and he dunks it one time and that whole crowd's going berserk.
0: And I I think a guy that really has helped them also get to another level is Grayson Allen, a guy we yep. know all too well. He just adds another shooter around Giannis and gives him more space to operate. I'm all for Grayson Allen playing for that.
1: And like. When they got Drew Holiday, it, it was obviously a big move for them. They gave up a lot of picks. They did all this. They still didn't have just that guy that you're sitting over there and you're like, oh, if he's wide open in the corner, crap. Yeah. Like you know what I mean. And getting Grayson Allen from the Grizzlies for the uh, steal of a trade, they got yeah, here Sam, us. Merrill yeah else else. To, Sam Merrill and yeah, we don't even want Sam Merrill, a second round pick he's uh, playing in South Haven. <laughs> yeah, he's not playing in South Haven, <laughs> dude. He's not on our team anymore. Yeah, <laughs> he's not even on our team anymore. Uh, but to get Grayson Allen, a guy that. He's not obviously not your 40% shooter, but he's a consistent enough shooter that you have to worry about him because mm-hmm. he can easily go 7 for 10 in one game, but he can also – he's going to defend well. Yeah, he's not – Absolutely. By no means is he a lockdown clamp defender, but he will stay in front of you at yes. least. He's not going to just willy-nilly let you run past him and he's just a traffic cone that you can just go around. Mm. So their team is structurally just – Awesome on paper.
0: And my fault, by the way, on the Bucks, they are 9-0, not oh. 8-0, which is crazy. Uh, another team atop the Eastern Conference right behind the Bucks, is the Cavs. They've won eight straight. They dropped the first one. But Donovan Mitchell, my God, what an off-season pickup he was, huh?
1: Yeah. Uh, did I send you the thing? Is Donovan
0: Mitchell in the MVP conversation? I'm being dead-ass. Ass hell, news. yeah,
1: he is. I, I Dude, think so, too. This team is insane, the things they're doing right now. Um,
0: they needed Darius Garland so badly last year. They're playing fantastic without him. Yeah. Yes, he came back in that Boston game. But, by the way, that Boston game last Wednesday was absolutely incredible.
1: Uh, I did send you this. Uh, Cavs bit, built two out of four current seven-win teams right now. Cause, I mean, in, the entire Jazz team is that from that Cavs team last year. So the Cavs literally have two seven-win teams right now, and they, they didn't even have to do much for it. <laughs>
0: I love how you can't, like, talk about the Cavs. The Without
1: Jazz, talking about the Jazz? Alberta. I mean, the Jazz interesting. are a seven-win team, which is... Dude,
0: I cannot wait for them to end up with 25 wins. I literally can't wait for the day.
1: They're going to end up with 25 wins because they're about to dumpster fire their entire team. I probably... Exactly like, what Kelly Olynyk will so be a grizzly by it. the end of this.
0: I would love that. But I'm so sick of hearing about the Jazz. Are they gonna play-in? No, they're not a playing play-in team. They're nothing, okay? If,
1: if they keep this roster, sure.
0: Yeah, but they're not. They're not keeping this That's roster.
1: They'd happen. be the dumbest team in the history of team. I mean, they're 8-3. Right Another now, team I
0: want to talk about. We <laughs> we touched you know surface level on Kyrie Irving stuff last week. We're not going there today, thank yeah. God. Um, but the Nets have won two in a row over this weekend without Kyrie, uh, kind of quieted the distractions. Yep. Um, how do you feel about the Nets being four and six with you know without Steve Nash and without Kyrie?
1: Yeah, uh, the Kyrie situation's crazy, um, but. KD looked awesome. I, yes. I only watched highlights. Bro, did you see that clip of him making, killing Daniel Gafford?
0: Yeah, the splits. <sighs> Daniel Gafford bust Grizzlies' ass. Yesterday. Yeah,
1: that's what's funny is I thought Daniel Gafford was deceased after that play because, I mean, he got put into the splits yeah. blunder and then he comes and dogs the Grizzlies. Granted, the Grizzlies won, so I'm not upset about it. Bro. But
0: quietly, a team that we predicted to be a play in team, unfortunately. The Phoenix Suns atop the Western Conference at 7-2. and two.
1: We ain't got to talk about that.
0: <laughs> Dude, Chris Paul has not – he's averaging the least amount of points his entire career makes sense, but he's still leading the league in assists. Devin Booker's still been fantastic. But DeAndre Ayton, they missed him for a week, and he's – I mean, they've still been going.
1: I have to ask, since you brought up the Suns, they just lost Cam Johnson to a torn meniscus, and he's most likely going to be out for the majority of the season.
0: Mm. Does
1: this make Jay Crowder come back and play, or do they still ship him?
0: I could definitely see that making Jay Crowder because Jay Crowder, right. all he was mad about was not starting. Not
1: starting, and he's still not technically with the team, and so I, – because I had Cam Johnson on my fantasy basketball team is why well, I'm asking, right. it, and he obviously tore a meniscus, and those are not quick recoveries, especially for guys of his sight, his height. Um, it still has Jay Crowder listed as out, but I, I, wasn't, I was curious to hear your thoughts on that since obviously they're going to be needing a forward now, and Jay Crowder is sitting right there as a guy that's always on winning basketball teams.
0: Oh, you're absolutely right, I, and I think – People, teams have come to know that Jay Crowder doesn't want to play for the Suns, so they're not going to give the Suns a replacement. That's why they haven't moved him yet. Exactly. Um, the Denver Nuggets have gotten back on the right foot. They're 6-3. and Two-game streak for Denver. <laughs> um, it's good to see Jokic bowling like he usually is.
1: Dude, I know this is going back a little bit, but that Jamal Murray dunk on Lou Dort where he comes around Goes under the goal and puts it back. I was like, "Oh was my god, tough. he's back! Yes. He's back!" Six Mi- and three.
0: Minnesota. We we're talking about this off air right before the show. They're five and five, um, but their fans are completely out on D'Angelo Russell. They they literally want to wave him. It's what the, what the Minnesota fan base yeah. is calling for. But you had brought up somebody really interesting. Go ahead and uh, tell the play and everything going on. Yeah, so
1: Edwards. there's a viral clip going around. I'm sure everyone's seen it by now, but it's Anthony Edwards sitting there. <laughs> doesn't move during yeah. the entire offensive play. It was four passes, swing, swing, to a, uh, not really an open three, but to a three. They missed it, and then he starts running to go play defense. Right. He is completely and utterly checked out of this team right now. Yes, he is. I think he's still sitting on zero dunks. i um, check that right now before I tell you all that. But – this as team, of five days ago, he was sitting. On, yeah, as of five days ago, he was sitting on zero dogs. But this team has zero, and I mean zero, offensive identity. Um, it's such, and we said it when they when they traded, made that trade. What the hell are you doing? Because yeah. it makes zero, zero sense whatsoever. To a, the best part of Cat was his. Threat against other bigs. Oh, yeah. You th- you ran other bigs off the court, i.e., Stephen Adams in this entire series. You ran other bigs off the court because of his versatility at the five. Now you move him to the four, and you get to keep bigs on the court. Exactly. And so now you're just cr- crowding the paint with seven guys. And so a guy who is incredible in and at being a slasher cannot do anything in the it's, paint. It's
0: what you. It's what we said when they made the Rudy Gobert trade. You should not be building around Cat. Yep. It should be built around Anthony Edwards. And yep. Moving Gobert there, sending five first-rounders to him just makes no sense because all the space is eaten up. And I'm telling you, they removed a culture guy in Patrick Beverly. You can say whatever yep. you want. Pat Bev has been shit for the Lakers, but that's not what he was for the Timberwolves. No. He was a voice in that locker room to a voiceless locker room for many years. And now I think it's a voiceless locker room again.
1: I, th- I think that plays a lot into it, and it's also one of those things that, like...
0: Can you imagine what Pat Bev would have said to Anthony Edwards after that game?
1: He, he would have kicked his ass out of the game. <laughs> yeah. He would have, like, teed him up. He, he would have yeah. looked at the ref said, tee him up. I don't care yeah, if exactly. he says one thing, tee him up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. get him out of this game. Mm-hmm. Like, he would have been on him, and they don't have that. They Like, they lost all of that when you lose Ant or not Ant, Pat Bev, you lose a guy in Jarrett Vanderbilt who is your do-it-all kind of guy, yep. um, and he's – I don't know how he's playing, but, I mean, he played great for them. It, there's no identity on this team. Rudy Gobert's out here shooting wide open threes for some ungod reason. I mean, shout-out to Jazz for getting yeah, – No, him airballing got. that was the funny uh, i You know, I, you know I cried laughing. Yeah, it made my right. day. Yeah. But I hate seeing them waste Anthony Edward like this because – that's a guy that I love and I hate seeing them waste him away
0: exactly final things on the NBA so far we do have an Eastern Conference and Western Conference player of the week the Eastern Conference one is absolutely hilarious to me Kevin Durant went three and one last week with all the drama LOL. going on the Steve Nash firing the Kyrie Irving he went three and one averaged 31 eight and six out in the Western Conference PG got it averaging 33. Five and five on a three and one record as well.
1: Yeah, shout out PG because he's carrying for a team that still does not have Kawhi Leonard.
0: Yeah, five and five. What is up with the Kawhi? I,
1: I was just men. about. to – What the hell is that situation? I don't know. They are butchering this situation so bad because like he seems pissed off that he's not allowed to play right now.
0: <laughs> I don't know if it's him because you know he has all his personal doctors and shit like yeah. everything
1: for him. Hey, dude, I don't, it's so weird right now because I mean this is a guy that they said.
0: From the was, Clippers organization, how frustrated are you? Are Clippers a Clippers fan? Just like. If you're a Clippers fan,
1: I think you're more frustrated than the Clippers organization. Because, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I think they're still winning, so it's not a massive problem. They're not. They had a slow
0: start. Oh, Are they? They crawled I'm back sure. to 5-5. Five and five, they, right?
1: That's what I thought. I thought they were 500. Mm-hmm. But it's such a weird situation. Because last year they were like, he's going to be back by the All-Star break. He never played a game last yeah. year. And then this year they're like he's gonna be clean bill of health to start the year. And we obviously knew they were gonna like ease him into it. We didn't see him coming off the bench playing only fifteen minutes a game. <laughs> but like we s- we thought they were gonna ease him into it, like yeah. having on a I minute just, count, but this is beyond what I could have imagined. Absolutely
0: bizarre. Yeah, anything else on the NBA? No. Nah. But shout I'm out
1: to the NBA. All games are on uh NBA T V tonight, so we're gonna have fun tonight. <laughs> for
0: sure. <laughs> for sure. We are gonna have fun as well. Uh let's get into the NFL. Aaron Rodgers, as I said. Uh, and the promo man—he has now dropped five straight. They're three and seven, just like the Golden State Warriors. Except in football, that means a lot more than basketball. Yep. And the fact that it happened to a division opponent in the de- hapless Detroit Lions—yikes!
1: Is it time? Yes. This is the question I told you I was ready for. Yes. Is it time to go to the Jordan Love era for the Packers? Okay. No, I'm dead serious. I, and like this is not me hating on Aaron Rodgers, but like is it time for them to be like, look, let's tank, let's see what we have in Jordan Love. Let's let's just prepare for the future. Is it time? I mean, he's 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 scheduled to make 60 million dollars next year. Aaron
0: Rodgers is. I still think if you get they're going to have a good first round pick. Green Bay Draft a receiver, please
1: God. Draft help a this receiver. boy out.
0: I'm telling you, I think you can get one good, one more good year of A. Rod if they draft a good first round receiver. That's how I feel.
1: I just don't. Think I'm that, not ready to go
0: to Jordan Love yet. No, you? I'm
1: not. I'm not either. And more, this is more on me. Like, there's two. It's twofold. Aaron Rodgers is the type of quarterback that he allows you to, he allows you to win any game that you're in. Yeah. That's just how good he is. And even that Lions game, they had chances to win. They were on the goal line twice, and he threw two interceptions, which is very – not like Aaron Rodgers, but their play calling, was just absolute berserk on the goal line. And you see the frustration. I don't know if you watched this game. Sadly, it was on TV, so this is the game that we got to watch. But uh, he literally – like the first two possessions, he's throwing his helmet down, yelling at the head coach, and I'm like – I don't know if y'all can win with him. Like this is a guy that most of the time you in the phones, yeah, though, yeah you see him against on the opposite side of the field and you're like they have a chance to win. It doesn't matter who who they're playing. They have a chance to win because they have a guy named Aaron Rodgers. Now I'm sitting here and I'm like, I think he's in his own way right now.
0: He's just been bizarre this year. The haircut and oh, then he just please sh- cut that shaved his beard. It's just really strange, guy.
1: Yeah, and they lost Rashawn Gary. He's out for the season. I mean, this team's just losing left, right, and center. And honestly, I'm of the opinion that they should have got, they should have let him loose this all season. In my opinion, they should have. Let him loose, go wherever he wanted to go, but they didn't. They were stubborn. They paid him $60 million. Now I feel Hell, like
0: Denver would have paid him a billion and a half dollars compared to what they paid Russell Wilson. Who would
1: you rather have, Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, right now?
0: Oh, for sure. Come on. That's <laughs> ridiculous. But speaking of another old head, thank God Tom Brady got a dub. It took a last second game winning drive to do so, but Tom Brady got a dub against the defending Super Bowl champs who are now 3 and 5.
1: Dude, these are two teams that are coming off Super Bowls in the past three years, right? Yeah. My God, they cannot be worse. Exactly. Did I didn't watch the game because my I saw it was like thirteen to nine, and I was like, no, I'm not Sleever. wasting my time. Like that's a snooze fest.
0: Mike Evans didn't do shit. Dude, nobody.
1: They have no run game.
0: Uh, no whatsoever. Run game. And Chris Godwin has not looked the same. I'm pretty no. sure Scotty Miller led them in receiving yards. Like 50 yeah, or Sc-
1: I think it was Scotty Miller and Cade Otten. Yeah, who's a rookie tight end uh-huh. who caught the game-winning touchdown. Oh, like. And the Rams, my word! Yikes! Please, God, get somebody who can stand in front of a defensive lineman to protect Matt Stafford.
0: You think the Bucks can win that division? I think so. It's the NFC South, dude. I don't believe in the Saints. Not damn sure. I don't believe in the Panthers. And the Falcons vomited all over them. They did. Vom- the I was about Chargers. to say the Falcons had that game yeah. in the
1: bag, and they they just screwed the pooch. Yeah. They. But did you see that Khalil Mack play? Yes. Where he's. I mean, Drake London's trying to act like a big boy in this league. <laughs> And then Khalil Mack goes mine, and just ripped that ball out like it was nothing. Like he literally just grabbed it like he was the running back at the point. I was like, my word. uh, Um,
0: looking ahead, is your Cowboys put the final nail in the coffin for Aaron Rodgers, dude? And And that's next week, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it is. Um, And you know me enough to know that I've been a Cowboys fan long enough to know how much heartbreak I've had at the hands of the Packers. I've I never been less it. scared of the Packers than I am now. I, I think
0: we, I think we run all over them. I really don't think Des caught it. Stop! It. I'm playing. Stop! It. I just gonna see your reaction. Des caught that ball,
1: and we would have freaking won the Super Bowl that year, dude. Like my word. But anywho, I think I think on the road, this is the first time I'm not scared to go play
0: at. Packer Stadium. I don't blame you one bit because, look, I mean, the Jets went up there and got a dub. And speaking yeah. of the Jets, they got a big dub on Sunday. Big, big dub. Against the Buffalo Bills, 20-17. to 17. Josh Allen had two interceptions. It's a bit of injury news, which I'll let Cooper get into right now as well.
1: Yep, Josh Allen is being evaluated for a UCL injury, which is in his elbow. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's typically the injury you see with, like, the uh, uh, pitchers in Major League Baseball. But uh, this, if they lose him, dude. Golly, that's a terrible way to end a season. Like, and that's not even me, like, having no faith in whoever their backup quarterback is, because I'll look right now. I don't know who it is, but if somehow he's.
0: What did you say the timetable was?
1: They don't know yet, because he's. They keep saying. He keeps saying it's sore and it hurts, but they're not finding anything structural. That's why he's getting more evaluations done. Uh, But hopefully he's all right, but I think losing him, I mean, that. Would it'd, that put? Would massive. that put? That would put the nail in the coffin for them.
0: Is Sauce Gardner the best corner in the league? Dude, I mean, he's he has freaky. been absolutely incredible.
1: This shout year. out Cincinnati! Like, let's be honest. Shout out Cincinnati for the first non-power five team to get yes. in the playoffs last year. Granted, they set records for the worst performance in the playoffs ever. A, but Sauce, Sauce Gardner's, Gardner's an animal. He is a. He animal. is an animal.
0: Zach Wilson went magnificent yesterday, but their run game was, out was pretty Wilson. good. Without Brees Hall, they still rushed for 174 yards, which is great. Michael Carter, guy out of North Carolina, uh, he played well. And like you said, Garrett Wilson, eight receptions, 92 yards.
1: Yeah, he helped my fantasy team be the number one team in the league yesterday, so shout-out Garrett Wilson. That you're happy, happy for Go Buckeyes. The Ohio State
0: Buckeyes. Shout-out Gus Johnson, man. And you know
1: I got J.K. all day on that IR. J.K. (laughs) all
0: day. Jacksonville Jaguars beat the Las Vegas Raiders. Wow, this is the first trade where it really hasn't worked out for either team. Devonte Adams or the Packers. He looked awesome. Like he the, looked I, amazing. But he went up twenty ca- to nothing. Like he, he should have one reception, three <laughs> yards last week.
1: I know that that was bad, and I'm happy it happened when it did because I was planning to do that at Devonte Adams. And yeah. then this week he had Devonte Adams at Joe Mixon, which we'll get to yeah. Joe Mixon. Uh-huh. But the they're just showing highlights because. Uh, Hulu does this thing where they let you watch Red Zone for free one day out of, like, every four weeks or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm watching Red Zone. and They keep going back to this Rangers game. I'm like, why? And then all of a sudden, it's touchdown Devontae Adams, touchdown Devontae Adams. I'm like, nice. dude, they're up 20 to 9. I was like, my word. Yeah. And then slowly but surely, Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne come back. I'm like, how have they not scored again? They yes. were literally doing it, like, in the first quarter like it was butter. Like, yes. what's happening now? <laughs> and then is it time? Dude. Is it? T- Do the Raiders fire their coach after the first year? You have. the I don't talent. know
0: if you fire your coach. I don't know if you get a different quarterback. But bro, Derek all Horses. I'm saying, Derek Carr, you have Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, and Devonte Adams, and, and Josh, Josh Jacobs. Jacobs. How <laughs> like, and Zamir White, who's a good running back, come like out of Georgia. Your coach is supposed to be offensive-minded, so it's on both of them, bro. Ah, uh, dude,
1: this team. I have no idea. Is abysmal. I
0: didn't, I never understood why they let that cat that f- filled in for Gruden last year.
1: I didn't understand that either. He
0: played like he he, had. He coached well. They damn near beat the Bengals, and the Bengals eventually went to the Super Bowl. Like I just, I thought that guy was fine last year. It was the
1: similar vibe that I got from them not signing him and letting him be the coach, like taking the interim tag off, to the same thing I felt like with the Nets a few years ago with Kenny Atkinson, not taking off the interim tag and just being like, "You're the coach, dog." Like, dude, this team was nothing, and you somehow put together a team and that was competent. Like. The Raiders, my word, moving to Las Vegas didn't do y'all any favors because y'all are just as bad. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Shout-out to Marcus Russell. He missed those Oakland days. Can't <laughs> kind of held a straight face on that one. Uh, dude. You Yeah, anything else in the, the NFL?
1: Nah, but it was a good week for me. You know, the Cowboys didn't play. So So many
0: teams were on by
1: this week. Six teams, yep. Yeah. And a lot of them were on my fantasy team, so that's so the fact that I won.
0: <laughs> i tell you what, there's a lot of movement in college football this weekend.
1: Though. Yeah, unfortunately.
0: Bro, I know you're a Tennessee fan. It's okay, we'll be all right.
1: No, I was pulling for Georgia.
0: <laughs> I know you. You was. know
1: I was pulling for Georgia, but I was in Tennessee. I was in. So we were invited to go. Uh, I'll tell
0: my experience after.
1: Yeah, this. I'll, let, I'll I'll do mine first because it was more enjoyable. I'll let you unload your clip since you let me unload it a few weeks ago with Ole Miss and LSU. But so I, obviously, you know me. I really am unbiased to this game. I could. It's fun. It's a fun story for Tennessee. I still thought they had a chance to get in the playoffs even if they lost, because you're losing to the best team in the nation. So, like, uh-huh. I wasn't worried if they lost. But when the game started and I – like, when they when Georgia fumbled the opening drive, I was like, golly, this is LSU all over again.
0: They're settling for a field goal I knew. I was like, no yeah.
1: Georgia's defense was – played the best game they've played all year. Other than the Oregon game. They, they looked like they were against that Oregon team. And that's what I was sitting there, and I was like, where has that team been all year? And then they showed up for this Tennessee game. So I'm wondering if it's one of those things where they're a championship team and they know they are, but they don't know how to get up for the small games like a Missouri or somebody like that. And then they get up for the Tennessee game. So obviously we were uh, – Leah. Had one of her friends in town, and so we went over there and watched the game with them. They're all Tennessee fans, and they said if I made one comment during the game, I was getting kicked out. So you know, I kept quiet. I actually fell asleep during the third quarter. Yeah. And but now, overall, I I'm going to be honest. Like, the rain did not help. Whatsoever. The offense was stumbling the I'm entire I'm glad the
0: rain came so Georgia, stop scoring, cause it, Georgia they, stopped they scoring. Georgia stopped scoring. They scored three points in the entire second half. Yeah. I think I was sitting there, I went over to my dad's to watch it with him, and we settled for a field goal, and him and I were like, oh shit. Because <laughs> we were used to like, having like 28 at the end of the first quarter. It <laughs> yeah. just did not happen. I was like, all right. And then Setson Bennett went down and scored. I, I was like, all right, we'll be fine. And they just, look, Georgia's the best team in the country. Him and I were fine with the loss. I came back here, talked to talked to Tom about it. We're like, look, we're, we're fine. We're, we still have a shot. And then I sat here on Saturday night, and I watched Notre Dame beat the shit out of Clemson. So they drop out of the playoff picture. And then I sit here, and I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, bro, Alabama, they went out and they beat Georgia in the SEC championship game. They can't keep the SEC champion out of the playoff. But then Alabama loses. And the door is wide open for Tennessee. I was looking at ESPN, FPI, or projection or whatever, for the chance to make a playoff. Georgia, Ohio State, Tennessee is still at third, 65% chance to make the playoff. Ohio State and Michigan will be ranked above them in this week's rankings, but they play each other. TCU will probably be at four. Tennessee will be at five this week, I think. TCU plays Texas, man. You think they're going to be at five? Yeah, they'll either be a four or five.
1: Oh, I think they're going to be a, the top four. I hope so. But you lost to the no, number three team in the league, like or the number three team in the playoff. I don't. We got to at least take that for yeah what it is. But
0: if they weren't, if Clemson were have won, if Alabama would have won, we'd be probably six or seven. I think I'm just yeah. thankful. It, it felt really good for Tennessee, but I'll let you get to the Ole Miss side of this because I'm hugging you.
1: Yeah. So. My team was on a bye week, so, you know, I went into this, I think I said after you all fair, I was like, this is a great week for me. Cowboys and Rebels are on a bye, so I just get to sit back, relax, watch some football. Um, worst effing week of my life for college football. Because <laughs> um, uh, Game so Day had literally booked hotels in Oxford How did Uh, you know this? Somebody posted that they, Uh. like, worked at a hotel and they had, like, game day people, like, Uh. booking hotels. Obviously, they canceled their bookings. We'll get to that in a second. Um, Because they they were assuming that Alabama was going to beat LSU, like, everybody was. Um, And then (laughs) LSU goes for two because Alabama's defense is worse than Ole Miss's defense somehow. Yeah. And they lose that game. But also, like, let's backtrack a little bit. So, obviously, I'm in a house full of Tennessee fans, right? So, they lose that game. I'm like, it's all right. Like, it's, it's fine. Like, you you still have a chance to get in there. Like, how do we have a chance to get in? I'm like, well, let's think about this. If Clemson somehow loses a game, that's one team off. I was like, TCU, let's be honest, are they really going undefeated and being the Big 12 champion? Probably not. You need Alabama to lose somewhere.
0: That's what I I was worried about Alabama more than
1: anybody. Exactly. And I was like, you need Alabama to lose somewhere. And having at LSU and at Ole Miss back-to-back does not – I mean, at the end of the day, I'm not going to bank on Ole Miss winning. And I never
0: thought Clemson would lose to a Notre Notre Dame Dame team. team. Notre Dame, people forget, lost to – it was Stanford and Marshall.
1: Yeah, Marshall.
0: At home, Notre Dame lost. And they ended up beating the shit out of Clemson. Yeah. It shout was out banned. ukulele, man,
1: thank you. Shout, shout out Notre Dame's. I do want to take a second. Shout out Notre Dame's head coach, because I think those first he's four so games first four him. games, I think he was sitting there and he was like, holy hell, what have I got myself into? And I think he's starting to catch on now. So shout out to him because at the end of the day, I Turn don't like season I don't like Notre Dame, but I didn't want people to be out on him after one year. Yeah. Like that's a team that it's Brian nice Kelly's taken over exactly. for twenty years. Like let's Most give, win's ever. Exactly. Like, yeah. Let's give this man a chance. He's never coached before. <laughs> like, yeah. give him a chance. And I think he's that that's a big one. Huge one. Um,
0: they flooded the field. I'm happy to see it.
1: Exactly. And so I'm sitting there, and I'm telling them, I'm like, look, you you got to root against Clemson. You got to get root against TCU. You really got to root against Alabama one time. And if they lose that one time, you root for them the rest of the year, so that that win that looks better. Looks good, yeah. You root for Pittsburgh. You root for all, Kentucky. You root for these teams. And then to see literally everything that I told them, all you need to happen, happens, I was like, you've got to be effing with me. In one
0: night. In one like, night. I was <laughs> like, like, I went from, like, all right, I hope, like, 50-50 shot to make yeah. it. Yeah. now it's, like, 60 There's a chance. Yeah.
1: And, you know, uh, ESPN has this fun little thing. I'm, uh, I was telling you about it before I came in, where they let you, like, pick a team and, like, finish out the year for them. So, like, obviously, Tennessee – I don't think you and I are differing on this opinion. I think they went out. Yeah, Missouri,
0: um, South Carolina, and Vanderbilt. Oh, yeah, God, finally some easy games. <laughs> finally, I like, some oh, I just have have heart attack every week. Yeah, let's play LSU. Oh no, we got Alabama. Oh no, we got Georgia. It's like Jesus. You
1: went through death row and you're sitting there eight and one. I'm happy. Let's be honest, I that's an incredible season. It, um, and so I do think y'all finish the season eleven and one. And I'm not saying Georgia loses, but there's a lot that can't happen. You do need them to lose twice though. So I don't think it's
0: I don't think I'm glad happening. we're not in the SEC championship we don't have to get anybody hurt exactly. it's pointless and
1: so a 11-1 team that has 6 top 25 wins not a champion obviously because they didn't get to go I literally put it in there I think it was 74% or something like that mm. so like obviously there's a chance that it happens you do have to root against TCU I will be rooting for them this week because I can't stand Texas and I'm pissed that they took game day from me because <laughs> game day decided they wanted to go to Austin, Texas, to watch a five and three Texas yeah, team. Now,
0: how did that LSU going for two in overtime? How did that affect Ole Miss? Tell the world because I didn't know that SEC record.
1: Yeah, so uh, yeah. LSU is right. now seven, six and two, seven and two. Yeah. There's seven something. Two. I think there's seven, seven and, and two. two yeah, yeah. Uh, so LSU obviously has two losses, but that first loss came to Florida State, which did not affect their SEC standing. Their first SEC loss was obviously to Tennessee. And so they were in a three-way tie going into this week with Ole Miss, Alabama, and LSU for the top of the SEC West. Uh, LSU is obviously ahead. I think Ole Miss and LSU are tied, but Ole Miss or LSU has that tiebreaker because they beat Ole Miss. And obviously, Alabama and Ole Miss play this week. So if Alabama had beaten LSU, LSU basically falls out of the race.
0: Yeah, LSU falls out, and you wanted to beat Alabama. LSU. And I
1: wanted the chance to beat Alabama to be the sole. Obviously, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be straight with y'all if somehow Alabama beat LSU and then Ole Miss gets to play Alabama if we somehow beat them we lose to Arkansas the next week that's just how it works <laughs> I, like i'm a i'm a i know my team well enough to know that every year we beat Alabama we lost to Arkansas every year <laughs> so like i knew it was going to happen right. and we have to go on the road to play Arkansas like, mm-hmm. right after we play Alabama but LSU is in the driver's seat to be the SEC West uh in the SEC championship game. Uh, They have at Arkansas, at A&M, and I think UAB left. So, I would be avidly rooting for Arkansas and Texas A&M, which goes against my better judgment. But, I know my Rebels enough to know we're not going 11-1. and 1. <laughs> So,
0: Well, <laughs> oh, dude, it's been a hell of a season losing Matt Corral and, like, still being able. I mean, it's a great sign. I'm
1: you know what's funny is I sit there and, every, like, this game, Leo was like, I don't think you'll beat Alabama. I was like, I don't either. I was like, especially after a loss. Like, Nick Saban's record after a loss is, like, impeccable. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if we put Matt Corral on that team, though, I do feel so much more confident. Like, and that's not even a knock on Jackson Dart. He has yes, played really well. Sure. He's still that young guy that just doesn't understand the full complexities of a game yet. And Mack Rowe, like, knew that. And Mack Rowe played banged out the entire season last year and we still went 10-2.
0: <laughs> Bro, and USC keeps winning.
1: They barely won. I guess Cal or Arizona,
0: who'd they play? They just keep quietly winning out there. In the they beat go. California by six. A team like Tennessee slips up, a team like...
1: You realize there's no mm-hmm. shot for you, USC to get in the playoffs, right? Hey,
0: there is. No, there's not. <laughs> I think there is.
1: No, because Oregon's gonna beat the ever-living shit out of USC when they play.
0: What if they don't?
1: You, UCL, I would pay, take money on UCLA over USC.
0: Let's go to the. Let's go to projections. Let's go. Georgia, ninety-one percent to make the playoff. Ohio State, eighty-seven. Tennessee, sixty-four. Michigan, sixty-two. They play Ohio State this week. Yeah. Clemson, thirty-one. 25. Alabama, seventeen. TCU, sixteen. Oregon 14, USC still fighting, kicking, and screaming. Six percent chance to make the college football playoffs. I can't hold a straight face. I can't hold a fucking straight face. That's like basically
1: saying we need Ohio State, Michigan, Georgia, Tennessee, TCU, Ole Miss, LSU (laughs) – all to lose right. next week. You know,
0: what, you know what it sounds like? They're going to be playing at home in the Rose Bowl in a New Year's Six. Happy yeah, for Caleb How about them turning around? Can we, can we acknowledge they completely turned around that program in one year?
1: They took Oregon's team, so yes, they turned around the program in one year. Um, Let's look at Oregon. or Not Oregon. They took Oklahoma's team, so how bad is Oklahoma this year? <laughs> I'm sorry
0: that – no,
1: I know, No, I know. But sorry what I'm saying he is he, Lincoln Riley took his entire team. Bro, and Oklahoma he did has been what a Cl- perennial Clay team.
0: Helton couldn't. He did what, sorry, Lane Kiffin couldn't. He did Lane what, what so many coaches have not been able to do since Pete Carroll. That's when possibly 11 to 10 to 11 games at USC. It's a great season for them. Oh, no, uh, it is a good season. I just can't stay at USC, so I'm not going to give them the credit. And they still got some games. I mean, they, they got a- play Colorado. They do not have a game. They got UCLA and then <laughs> Oregon. UCLA is 12th in the country, ranked above Utah, by the way.
1: Yeah, I know. I'll be rooting for you, UCLA, Chip Kelly.
0: And but that, I do have to ask. The crazy thing is when Caleb Williams is going to have 450 yards against Oregon and shut down Bonex, it's hilarious. Bonex
1: has been awesome, though. You have to admit that. After that first loss to Georgia, where we were like, my God, I went- Oregon's gonna go like two and ele- two and ten. They've turned it up.
0: Who's Tennessee was only a two touchdown loss. By the way, I'd like to acknowledge that. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, no, I <laughs> know.
1: I still covered.
0: Go ahead. You this picked Tennessee on everything except this podcast. Yeah. I don't know what you're winking at me for. Like you won something. Picked
1: him in me and my dad's uh, picks. <laughs> and I was right. Continue. Is Hendon Hooker still the Heisman?
0: Dude, he had one bad game. No,
1: that's yes. why I'm asking. Is he still the Heisman? Yes. Okay.
0: Who Who is your Heisman?
1: I would, I'd still say Hennon Hooker. I was just curious to yeah. see if you were still thinking. He's, he's got to st-
0: perform these next three weeks, but I think he does.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's probably going to have 400 I, yards before the third quarter.
0: I was sitting there in the second half. I was like, I don't care. I, I At that point, it was like 27 to 6. I yep. was like, bro, Henan, please don't get hurt. Because I, I fell asleep during the third quarter. The hits that were happening. Oh, my God. In Dude, the,
1: the, the one that – I thought was a safety at the beginning of the game. I don't know
0: what the hell that call was. He got way late by Jalen Carter. Dude, I'm just glad he's still standing and, like, good. Because I was, I was telling my dad when we were down 27-6, I'm like, bro, take him out. Like, I don't – we have a yeah. season left. Like, yeah. we do not need to. And that's play. the thing, like,
1: Tennessee fans don't fret. Obviously, listen to him. He's a massive Tennessee fan. You have, like, such an easy chance to get in the playoffs, especially with the three teams you have left yes, to play. Right. And you don't have the stress of having to win the SEC championship game. Yeah all you have to do is just sit back and watch. Like, you're getting to do what I did on my bye week sit back and watch all the chaos, because guess what? We're in the thick of college football. As mad as I am about my Ole Miss Rebels, let's be honest, we all knew Ole Miss was, A, not making the SEC championship game, B, winning the SEC championship game if they got there, C, winning any playoff game if they got there. So at least I get to go to a bowl game and have a chance. <laughs>
0: side, it really looks like your prediction may be right.
1: What about Ole Miss, 10 wins?
0: Yeah. I know you didn't forget about that. Congratulations.
1: I did, however, forget about the Arkansas thing I said, but shout out. Hugh I freeze. know you forgot about Arkansas. When Shout out Hugh Freeze, US. though. Shout out Hugh Freeze. You know he's one Dude, play away crazy. from being 8-0 and undefeated. It's Insane. I love Hugh Freeze. But, uh, no, we're in the thick of college football. We got three weeks left, isn't that right?
0: Yeah, I believe so. Three weeks left. Three weeks left. Let
1: the chaos ensue.
0: I'm here for it, dog. Vandy
1: over Tennessee. I'm here, for here for it,
0: dog. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at last week's uh, Tennessee thumbnail, by the way. It's completely irrelevant to anything. <laughs> I forgot you did that.
1: <laughs> oh, I forgot you did that. Uh, she's
0: hilarious. You got anything else today? I don't. We got to bounce back on trivia, by the way. Last week we uh, yeah, played – Yeah, prayer's home. up. <laughs> prayer's up. My God. We're, we're going to bounce back this week. We're going to bounce for We got this. We got this. For show, for show. Oh,
1: final thing on NFL uh, – not that I have very much to say on it, but uh, Frank Wright got fired today.
0: Oh, yeah, dude. Okay. That was – I triple-checked my phone. I'm like, wait a second. I just watched Jeff Saturday on ESPN, like, last week. So, like, what is this? Like, he has not been on field. Like, he's been on NFL Live on ESPN. Oh, he's been on man. First Take, I have to find like, with Stephen A. Smith. And they're like, you know what? Middle of the season – Hey, let's give Jeff Saturday a call, and he's going to coach the team that he hasn't been on the sideline. or He's been a consultant, which basically means you call in, give your opinion, that's about it.
1: Field Yates. As best as I can tell, Jeff Saturday becomes the first person in NFL history to be named a head coach without any coaching experience at either the NFL or college level. He now takes over in Indy.
0: And he has no chance. Sam Ellinger. And Dude, he didn't complete a
1: pass until like the <laughs> third quarter. Poor
0: Jeff Saturday. Why are you sit- Dude, you're just sitting here. Why st- do you take that? I don't have no idea, man. Why do you even say yes? You have a cush-cush
1: job in the in end. He SB was world. a
0: great analyst. Like, I, know. I loved watching him with Steven A. And now I'm just like, wait. What the what? hell?
1: Does he go back to Matt Ryan? I don't know. Or did they just say, Jonathan Taylor, you're running Wildcat Does the whole matter? game? Their team's bad.
0: Yeah, and Titans already have two wins over them.
1: I know. Yeah.
0: Your Jags got a win. I know. I'm so happy. I don't know how they got the win, but they got the win. Well, we know who's winning the AFC South. Also. After taking the, you know, defending. Well, I guess they're not defending, but.
1: I know where you're going with this.
0: They took the Chiefs the overtime with a backup quarterback in Arrowhead. The backup literally played at Liberty University. Then he goes to Arrowhead for Sunday Night Football. Plays absolutely miserably because we have no receivers. I will admit, though...
1: Vrabel botched the play calling down the stretch. Why the hell with 30 seconds are you out there saying, we're going to do three straight passes mm. to a rookie quarterback that, like you just said, came from Liberty, has a lot. R- Need the ball and make them use their timeouts and just go to overtime.
0: It was botched. I was just happy to be there. Yeah,
1: no, no, because it was one of those things where they almost got a field It was like goal a 12-point spread, I think. Oh, no. Yeah. No, the Tennessee played really, really well. It was happy and Derrick Henry is carrying. Tighten up, baby. We still I can't do it. We still good. Shout out AJ Brown for having more receptions, receiving yards, and touchdowns than the entire <laughs> Titans wide receiver staff.
0: Wow, oh, that's cute. Shout out the easiest schedule of all time.
1: Sh- shout out AJ Brown.
0: Shout out to him. We should have never traded him. Shout out Traylon Burks. Shit ass receiver. He's not even playing, is he? I, don't, I have no idea. <laughs> I haven't heard his name all year. because they can't throw the ball at anybody. Heard, <laughs> they don't trust anybody. Yeah, it's not like Tannehill can throw to anybody, anyways. No. They might as well just run the
1: ball. Derrick Henry Wildcat. Oh,
0: they did. Literally at the goal line. <laughs> We're in shotgun of Malik Willis. And I was like, what is this? Then he moved out of the way. I was like, okay, thanks. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> we all know it's going to Derrick Henry direct snap you down Touchdown. Right. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. All right, bro. Coop, hope you have a great, great night, my friend.
1: Yes, sir. You too. Go Grizz tonight.